Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Welcome to the show today as we talk about how to use a Roth IRA to save for college. Pretty cool. Well, you know, a Roth IRA is just one of the best ways to save for retirement since the money inside it grows tax-free. And in most cases, withdrawals for retirement come without any tax consequences. Boom! It can be an especially great way to save for retirement when you're young and your income is relatively low. If you're in a low tax bracket, getting a tax deduction like for 401k or traditional IRA contributions won't benefit you nearly as much. But while the primary use of a Roth IRA is for retirement, there are a couple of other ways that you can withdraw money from your Roth IRA without paying a penalty. One of those is for qualified higher education expenses. That makes using a Roth IRA to save for college one option to consider. Well, first of all, let's talk about what is a Roth IRA. It's an alternative to what is now called a traditional IRA. So Roth IRAs were established in 1997 and named for Senator William Roth from Delaware. In a traditional IRA, you can, take, you can take a tax deduction for contributions in the year that you make them, but you have to pay taxes when you withdraw the money in retirement. With a Roth IRA, you flip that tax calculation. You won't get a tax deduction when you make the contributions, but your earnings grow tax-free. That's huge. You also won't pay any taxes on money that you withdraw in retirement. So this combination makes, an attract, makes it an attractive way, rather, to save for retirement, since you can have potentially unlimited tax-free retirement savings. Regulations for withdrawing from a Roth IRA. Let's talk about those for a second. So as you might imagine, given that a Roth IRA is primarily a vehicle for saving for retirement, there are going to be some regulations for when and how you withdraw money from your Roth IRA account. Because you make contributions to a Roth IRA with after-tax money, there is not a penalty or tax consequence if you withdraw the contributions. You can always withdraw your contributions at any time, but except in certain circumstances that we'll address in just a little bit, you will pay taxes and or a penalty if you withdraw any earnings from your Roth IRA before retirement. Generally speaking, though, you can make a qualified withdrawal of earnings from your Roth IRA if you have had the account for at least five years and you are at least 59 and a half years old. There are also a few exceptions to this rule, including if you die, are permanently disabled, or are using the money for the purchase of your first home. If you make a non-qualified earnings withdrawal from your Roth IRA account, you will be taxed on the amount of your earnings as ordinary income. And pay a 10% penalty. Yikes. However, there are a few exceptions that don't require the 10% penalty. Per IRS Topic 557, here are a few of the major ones. And as we covered, death of the IRA owner, becoming permanently disabled, a qualified first-time home purchase. Okay, we got those out of the way. Also, higher education expenses, health insurance premiums after being unemployed, unreimbursed medical expenses over a certain percentage of your income, an IRS levy, a qualified reservist distribution, in case of a qualified emergency or a disaster, and up to $5,000 for a qualified birth or adoption distribution. 
If you make a withdrawal of earnings from your Roth IRA account in one of these categories, you're not going to pay a 10% penalty, but you'll still have to pay taxes on the amount of your earnings. All right, so let's take an example. So let's say you made uh, $25,000 in contributions to your Roth IRA, and the balance has now grown to thirty-five grand. Pretty good. If you want to withdraw the entire amount to pay for qualified higher education expenses, then you will pay no tax or penalty on your twenty-five k in contributions because higher education is an allowed reason to withdraw earnings before retirement. You will not pay a penalty, but you will pay taxes on the $10,000 in earnings. That's pretty important. How Roth IRA withdrawals can impact your FAFSA. All right, so the FAFSA is the free application for student aid. You know that. It's used to determine a student's eligibility for student aid. While a Roth IRA does provide some great advantages when paying for education, there's a few things you'll want to keep in mind to further maximize its benefits. Withdrawals from a Roth IRA can impact your FAFSA, reducing the amount of financial aid you might receive. Rick Wilder, the Director of Student Financial Affairs at the University of Florida, mentions this. Students who apply for need-based financial aid are required to report income and asset information on the FAFSA. Retirement accounts aren't counted as assets on the FAFSA. However, <laughs> withdrawals from a retirement account, like a Roth IRA, are counted against the FAFSA. So a little planning ahead and possibly even speaking with an accountant can help to get the most out of the FAFSA and your Roth IRA for educational expenses. Now let's talk about some drawbacks to using a Roth for college savings. While a Roth IRA can be a great option to consider when saving for college, there's a couple of things that we need to talk about. There's a few drawbacks to keep in mind depending on whether you are withdrawing money from the student's IRA or from a parent's IRA. Using a student's Roth IRA. There are two big drawbacks to using a student's Roth IRA. The first one is that it's really hard to get money into a child's Roth IRA. There are a lot of rules about earned income, and when children are young, it's kind of hard to fund a Roth IRA, or at least fund it fully. As children start working as teens, it's easier, but even then, the amount you can contribute is likely pretty low. Second, when you use the money out of the account, it counts fully as income for the kid. So you might get a benefit for a student going into their freshman year of college, but when filling out the FAFSA for their second year of school, eh, they're going to have to fully report any amount withdrawn from the previous year as income. Using a parent's Roth IRA. So of course, beyond the FAFSA implications we talked about and the fact that you still have to pay taxes on any earnings that you withdraw, the big drawback to using a parent's Roth IRA for college tuition is that you're withdrawing from a retirement account mid-life. Since you're limited on how much you can contribute, do you think you'll make up the loss over time? Eh, tough to say. So for example, let's say you start saving the max $6,000 per year right now and continue that for 18 years. Maybe that's grown to $150,000 in total. Great job, that's awesome. But if you start pulling out $25,000 per year for four years, you're now back down to $50,000. Don't get me wrong, $50,000 for a 22-year-old is pretty cool. But what is the lost opportunity cost of that extra 100 k Over 40 years, that $100,000 could have grown into, get this, 
$2,172,000 tax-free. And that's with no additional contributions. What? (laughs) If you take that original IRA, continue adding in $5,500 per year, you get $4,682,000 at age 62. Bingo. If you start with the leftover 50 grand and contribute 6,000 per year, you now only grow to 2.5 million. I know, not a bad return, <laughs> but you end up losing 50% of your value potentially. So keep that in mind. Pulling money out of a tax-sheltered account like a Roth IRA midlife or early life really hinders future returns on that money. And that would be tax-free money, by the way. Here are some alternative ways to save for college. Of course, you've probably heard many people are better off using a 529 plan or even a Coverdell education savings account. These two types of accounts are similar, yet they do have a few key differences. 529 plans have a limit of $10,000 per year. Coverdell accounts have no limit. However, Coverdell accounts have a contribution limit of $2,000 per person. Generally, you do have a wider array of investment options with a Coverdell account. A lot of states offer tax credits or even tax deductions for contributing to, c- contributing rather, to a 529 plan. Coverdell accounts have a wider list of what counts as an educational expense. Coverdell accounts also have limits on contributor income and beneficiary age. In both cases, though, you can use tax-free distributions to pay for qualified educational expenses. Consider one of these types of accounts instead of using a Roth IRA for college savings. Here's the bottom line. While you can use a Roth IRA to save for college, there are a few drawbacks that you'll want to consider before doing so. The first is that you may have to pay taxes on any earnings that you withdraw. It may also affect your FAFSA and the amount of financial aid that your student may be eligible for. But the biggest drawback is how it can negatively impact your own retirement savings. Remember that you can always get financial help to pay for college, but there isn't financial aid to pay for your retirement. (laughs) Rather than using your Roth IRA, most people are going to be better off using a 529 plan or a Coverdell education savings account to pay for college. And if, by the way, you want to look into more about 529 plans and the Coverdell education savings account, we have podcasts devoted to those, plus tons of articles and resources at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again for stopping by today. Hey, we'll talk to you again real soon.